These words are from Anna and her journey towards motherhood. For what seemed to be an eternity, my husband and I tried to conceive and had no success. I consulted with several medical professionals and had various painful and costly exams only to determine nothing. They didn't seem to find anything specific wrong with me. I found myself on an emotional roller coaster month after month. Anger, bitterness, frustration, sadness, hope, anxiety. Then my period came, and I was disappointed and sad. The next month, the emotional roller coaster started up again. I found myself depressed, and it was hurting me and my marriage. At one of several medical appointments, I consulted with a doctor who attributed my infertility to advanced maternal age. I was 34 at the time, and I had taken birth control pills for about 10 years. That moment drowned my hope like a heavy anchor at the bottom of the sea. The last ounce of hope I had been gone, and on top of it all, I developed feelings of guilt and resentment. I'd known plenty of women who had become pregnant at my age, even older. Why couldn't I? I took the little bit of energy I had left and continued to try to conceive, and we prayed. Despite emotional pain and the fact that my health state was seemingly out of my hands, I sought answers to my infertility. My desire to have a baby and became a mother only grew stronger. I prayed every chance I could. And in a day in November, our prayers were answered. Only in hindsight did we realize it. A friend who had attended a natural family planning presentation referred us to Lydia, our Billings Evaluation Method teacher. Lydia taught my husband and me the basics of the Billings Method, a simple and scientific natural method I didn't even know existed. She taught us how to keep track of my cycle on a daily basis to help me determine certain factors. I chart the events of my cycle month after month and learn about some of my personal deficiencies. For instance, a short luteal phase, notable lottery bleeds. This is when I bleed without ovulation happening and poor nutritional habits. As I discovered these things, I realized how truly amazing it was that God created us women with all the indicators to allow us to plan a family, postpone childbirth, and even narrow down our complex women issues. I wonder why more doctors didn't know about this. But even though I was slowly making discoveries about my cycle, I still felt anxious and impatient. I even reached moments when I wanted to give up charting completely. But Lydia motivated me to continue and assured me that I will soon recover my health. Patience was not easy, but it was necessary for me to clearly see any improvements, as little as they might have seen. And she was right. My health eventually did improve as did my emotional state. I reached a point when I didn't feel desperate and helpless. I felt cool, calm, and collected. My hope grew. 
After charting for a couple of months, I attended a talk by Dr. Garza, a natural family planning gynecologist and endocrinologist from San Antonio, Texas. The speech motivated me to take my gathering information to the next level. Therefore, I consulted with my OBGYN and showed her my portfolio. Unfortunately, she did not really seem to know what to do with it. She pretty much patted me on the back, as if to tell me that I was on the right track, and she advised me to keep trying. She also referred me to a fertility specialist for information about insemination and in vitro fertilization. But I wish are against Catholic Church teachings. But I was not quite convinced that artificial means of conceiving was the answer for us. It seemed so unnatural. And as I researched the procedures, I found out that babies were created, then destroyed as part of the process. Though at times, I admit, my obsession with becoming a mother did lead me to consider it. I chose not to take this route. I didn't want the burden of guilt, and I continued to ask God for guidance. The nearest medical professional familiar with natural family planning, who will know what to do with my ongoing NFP documentation, was in San Antonio at the time. The doctor reviewed my information and prescribed different medications depending on the specific events of my cycle. All information that came from my own charting journal. It wasn't out of my hands after all. It was an incredible feeling to know that I could contribute in some way to this fulfilling desire of conceiving a child. That God had given me the tools and the blindfold of helplessness was slowly being removed. At my follow-up appointments, I saw obvious improvements in my hormonal composition. I met with the doctor a total of three times and kept up with my daily charts. A day in July, God bless us with a positive sign on a home pregnancy test. And 38 weeks later, our ever-so-loved little girl became the ultimate blessing on Easter Sunday. There is not a day that goes by that we fail to thank God for our baby girl. I like to share our experience with other couples who seem to be in the same situation we were. I even urge friends who have suffered with miscarriages to learn about their cycles through natural family planning. I have also resumed documenting with the Billings Method on a practical online chart so that I could correspond easily with Lydia. Now my goals for charting are different. We like to postpone pregnancy until my body is fully recovered, not to mention my energy level. In the future, I would like to educate other couples on natural family planning. Even my own daughter, when she's older, about using tools God has given us to understand our body's indicative patterns. Anna, wife, mother, and blessed in many ways. Anna's story is just so beautiful and so wonderful. And I celebrate and give thanks that she was able to conceive, that she and her husband received a beautiful little girl. Um, I would like to take uh, this opportunity to comment about some of the things that Anna is mentioning in this letter on her words to you all. She uh, says that she had consulted with several medical professionals. Painful and costly exams, she said, and they determined nothing. 
They didn't seem to find anything specifically wrong with her. And, and yes, I've seen this many times. Uh, couples sometimes are said, they, the doctors told them, you're fine. Your fertility is fine. He is hers. And sometimes it's like nothing seems to be wrong. However, they can conceive. Now, about 10% of couples um, are in a situation in which everything seems to be perfectly fine, but however, they're not going to be able to conceive. And uh, it will be for causes that they won't know, but the majority of couples that we have seen have conceived, and Anna and her husband were one of them. Now, I want to mention another thing that, that she was told. She was 34 at that time. And the doctor told her that her infertility has to do with her age. And, uh, well, it is true that fertility decreases in women after 35, like rapidly. The optimal time for a woman to conception is in her 20s. However, we know that there seems to be like a trend that women are uh, postponing pregnancy, having their first baby around 30-some. And uh, well, this is something important for women to consider because um, they have different reasons why they postpone pregnancy, they postpone having a, a, a baby, but the longer you wait, it is true. We are not going to deny that, that uh, after 35 years old, a woman's um, fertility decreases and more after 40 that doesn't mean that a woman won't be able to conceive. There is still possibilities, of course, but fertility will be diminished greatly. Now, um, she says something also that is so wonderful. Most of the couples and the women that we have seen, they were referred by somebody that knew them. A friend told us about natural family planning, she said. And they uh, just contacted me and they were able to begin the process of learning about her body and about the, like she rightfully said, God and signs of fertility that he has given us women to be able to pinpoint uh, the stage of our menstrual cycle, if we're ovulating or not. And she also mentions that she was able to, to find, and I do remember clearly, after charting the events on the cycle month after month, that she has deficiencies, short luteal phase, which is has to do with uh, some problems with ovulation that progesterone levels that has to be on certain level after ovulation are just not there, and menstruation just comes at the time that it shouldn't, and those cycles are considered infertile. And sometimes uh, she also mentions uh, ovulatory bleeds. And this means that a woman might be having a monthly bleeding. She might think that she's having normal cycles. But then when she starts charting, we can see that she's having fluctuations of hormones, but not what we call the peak of fertility, which is an indicative of ovulation on the woman. And she mentions this, short luteal phases and not ovulatory cycles. And uh, it's also, also very nice that she mentions how wonderfully I was made a woman. That she is able to discover through this process of charting how truly amazing is that God created us. She had all this time the indications that will allow her to plan a family, to postpone or to conceive, but she just never knew. 
And yes, she rightfully asked, why more doctors don't know about this? Well, I really think it is up to us to be educating medical professionals with the knowledge that we can gain by just getting to know our own bodies. And also, um, you know, when couples are in this process of trying to conceive and on this process that begins by charting and by knowing their bodies and by seeing the, on the chart the fluctuations of hormones, if she's ovulating or not, couples or women might get discouraged. Uh, but when uh, usually when a couple comes to us, it's because they want to try to do everything as natural as possible. And they learn. It takes a couple of weeks to learn. Each couple is different and the situation is different because all depends on their history, their health history and the situation that they're living, their age, of course. And sometimes it's necessary to resource to a medical professional sooner. But in this case, uh, it was chosen not to. Each couple decides how is the path that they want to take. And in this case, um, it was uh, this progression was eventually to see the doctor. And she mentions something that is just so true. That about what the doctor recommends to her. Her own gynecologist recommends her to do artificial insemination or in vitro fertilization. And after doing a research, she learned that this is not, this was not the answer for them. Because she, she said it just seems so unnatural. And when she researched the procedures and she finds out that babies are created and then destroyed as part of the process, she just chose not to take that route. And she mentions that she didn't want a, the burden of guilt. I urge you to to learn about the process, to learn what is what happens when a couple seeks specifically in vitro fertilization, what is what happened to all of the process and the body. And there is a studies that show also that when a couple goes through this in vitro fertilization treatments for achieving pregnancy, uh, there is so much stress and changes that go not only physically but emotionally through through the couples and through the woman specifically. And this is uh, create just anxiety sometimes on, on women specifically. I mean, this woman is being treated with this enormous amount of medications to help her ovulate, hyperovulate. And then all of this process that involves so many people that is with her. I mean, in a process, in a, in a way that is totally against nature, you know. And Anna also mentions that this is against the teachings of the Catholic Church. I, I remember seeing an advertise of a clinic for in vitro fertilization and it says, we create your baby. Now, think about it and put it in your heart. Who is the creator of life? It is only God through the woman and the man in union, in their embrace to create life. Now, the process of in vitro fertilization involves the vitro, exactly, fertilizing the woman's ovum in a procedure. And a lot of people is involved. Now, think about it. 
life will not begin in the sacred place of the womb. It will begin in a sterile place, which is a betrothal. And um, she said, I was not quite convinced that artificial means were the answer for us. And also through the process, um, the way that we guide couples towards uh, learning more and making an informed decision is about putting them in contact with medical professionals that, that are dedicating their medical practice for natural fertility regulation. And she mentions Dr. Garza. Uh, she goes to this talk that she's given here in a town, uh, here in Texas. And then she's motivated to go see her own doctor. And But the doctor doesn't still understand. Her doctor here in town still does not understand that the advice of Dr. Garza uh, this wonderful doctor endocrinologist is giving all couples that are present that are having issues with fertility or women that are having irregular menstrual cycles. So most doctors still, if you go and you say to the doctor, well, I heard about this billions method. I heard about natural family planning. I heard about natural fertility regulation for my issues, for our issues with infertility. Most likely they're going to dismiss it and think or say to you that it's not going to work. Now, how do you know if it's not going to work? The Venus ovulation method is scientifically based and it's been uh, studied on actually also that it shows how effective it had been on achieving pregnancy for, for, for couples that were not able to conceive. Now, um, it's so beautiful and I really celebrate with, with her, with Anna and with all the women and the couples that have been part of, of that have been able to conceive that it's like a blindfold of helplessness that was slowly being removed, she said. Finding out and learning about the unique way that God had created our body. The information that helped the doctors give her the treatment came from her own charting journal. That it was not totally out of her hands after all. Yes, and I do celebrate that incredible feeling that she felt that she could contribute to this desire of conceiving a child. And I love how she is just recognizing that God had given her and had given us to us all the tools to know what is going on with our hormones in our menstrual cycle. And it is true, this is all so wonderful to be able to know your body and to be able to be part of of a solution that will help you achieve your goals. I love so much her desires for other couples to experience what uh, she now knew. I love also that Anna says that when her daughter is older, she wants to educate her about these tools. And we celebrate when women learn that they teach their own daughters about God-given signs in our bodies. It is just beautiful, and he creates this wonderful and amazing union from women to women, from mother to daughter, that they're able to share in the knowledge that once was denied. 
continue this journey on what my heart. Thank you so much.